XQ, folks. XQ quality. Better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except we're extremely good. There <clears throat> we go. Episode 183. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused because I started show notes today for 183 and 184 to prepare for next week's I special guest star. Well, it didn't, you know, it, it was impressed because the bar has been set so low <laughs> that, but anyway, I was like, oh, what is this one? 183? Yeah, 183. So It's like I have an, I have like this pointer in my head that increments and once it increments, I can never go backwards. So I was like, yes. 183. I I know you feel, and I'm sure that our listeners are probably confused as well because I've been really bad in the last couple of weeks getting the episodes edited in time. That's because our our DAW of choice's latest upgrade, Sonar X1, is a steaming pile of crap as far as the user interface goes. Yeah, you know, was, I really like how you put it in your email where. Version eight was the pinnacle of their workflow process, or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like the perfect scientific way to put it. And I'm like, that's so true. And I would have ever, never known to use those words to describe it. But that's exactly what it is. <laughs> they, they, then they got too close to the sun, and those wax <laughs> wings did. melted. They did, and they hit the water hard. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a bunch of people hitting the water. Yeah, I'm. One it kind of, of them. reeks of it. I don't know if you've had projects at work, at work right where. Yeah. Several other people who really aren't invested in the project, but have to like look at it and sign off on it, have to put their fingerprints on it. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's crap. I mean, that's what it kind of feels like is designed by committee gone awry. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, it's inflicted upon a user base, an unsuspecting user base who is, I mean, we've been loyal to Sonar since it, before it was even Sonar, since oh, it was yeah. Cakewalk. Yeah. And... You know, Noah and I both shelled out the 350 bucks, give or take, to license yeah. it individually, and then to be betrayed <laughs> for our, you know, for our efforts. It's horrible. So Noah is investigating an alternate. Uh, yeah. So JW hopefully for next week. that alternative will mean your volume doesn't have to be cranked up to the max to hear our soothing dulcet voices and daw means digital audio workstation which is what we use to edit the podcasts and yeah. you know, sonar is the product we kind of gravitated towards and embraced and yeah now it's leaving us a little bit angry yeah. so no will be replacing his 350 dollar license with a 49 dollar <laughs> license of a competing <laughs> or product. even a free one who knows or, yeah it's free trial so there's, there's lots of them out yeah, there that's true we'll see yeah. what happens it'll be interesting to find out if it at, I worry, though, that you'll go down the rabbit hole on the UI customization, and it'll be like, well, I still haven't edited the podcast, but here's some screenshots of my UI. Look at how pretty <laughs> it's it is. It's awful pretty. I like the colors. When you mouse over the stop button, a little a little stop sign pops up. <laughs> a, a sparkling fairy flies out from one side and swirls around <laughs> the other side, leaving a trail of pixie dust in her yes. wake. It's awesome. That'd be really cool. But, uh, but we digress. 
Uh, I was thinking to myself, like, this is what they've been waiting for yeah. after 182 episodes. Like, the wanna... true nitty gritty of yeah. the backstory. Do you know what it's like to be us? It's hell. <laughs> Having to go through the emails that we're subjected to every day. <laughs> first world problems. Yeah, first world problems. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how All right. So, yeah, I'm Noah. I'm Mark. This is the first time in over a month that we've recorded yeah. in person. Since like we last recorded, I've grown this crazy wild man, yeah, um, hermit in a in a shack beard. That my militia man, or yeah, or militia man. My coworkers are starting to get upset about, and so it's kind of fun. Which is encouragement. Well, and, yeah, if they would have kept quiet, I would have taken care of it. But now that it bothers them. All the more reason. Yeah. Which so. is funny because I'm going in the opposite direction. I'm yeah, going you, shorter. Yeah. You're, shorter with my fish here. Because, you know, <laughs> listeners, we're Coloradans, so that means that we have to have at least here. At least in the winter, we have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're manly. If you're manly. And pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you got a beard. Yeah, you got to have the beard and, you know, the sandals with, with the socks. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. You Just, can do that. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably eschew that one. I don't know. But anyway. There are so many vocabulary words in this podcast already. Yes, we are vocabulastic. Thank Aren't you. we? Uh, oh, yeah. Thank we you, President probably. Bush, for allowing us to open the door to made-up words. Immensity. Immensity, yes. I need to look that up. Is that a real... Uh, that's, that, there's no way that could be a real word. That's the that's the colorful adjective for the phone you were looking for? Yes. Well, look, it. it's on... Actually, apparently it's a real word. It's on every dictionary website, including Merriam-Webster. Well, good. Well, it's real. I guess it's real. I don't know. It still seems questionable to me. That's like chocolatey. Chocolatey was not a word 10 years ago. No. Chocolatey goodness. But it's like podcast still isn't accepted in any editor I ever type anything into. I have to always add it to my own dictionary. Whenever I talk to people like, I'm going to go record a podcast. Like, what is that? What kind of cult are you in, Noah? And so then I answer with, like, I do three of them. Are there goats? And then it makes it even worse. Like, what is it? It's goats and blood. That's what I know about. Potting. Potting. (laughs) I'm going to be potting. (laughs) In this episode, we've got some great feedback from one of our future upcoming co-hosts, Military Scott. And I wanted to thank Military Scott for getting us feedback so quickly because, as I mentioned, I was slow to getting the episode posted because I ran into all of these personal problems <laughs> with audio yeah. editing. Yes. <laughs> Which hopefully will not happen again this week. And after that, but before that, no, wait, what order are we going in? After that, we don't know. We'll tell you what we've been playing. Why we've been playing what we've been playing. Yeah. We'll try to justify ourselves and remember why we actually record this podcast versus just. Bitching Rambling. about audio editing software. <laughs> it was a story that had to be told. It did. We had a vent, okay? You are, who else is really going to care than our whole audience? You, our captive audience, had to be subjected to it. If they're even still listening at this point. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Delete. They're whining again. Unsubscribe. Yeah. I'm going to go to iTunes and give them five stars and tell them about how much they're whining. Yeah. I in like my, it in my perfect that. world, that's how it works. And then they immediately resubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's right. I forgot how much I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I miss them. My life is incomplete. My suffering needs to include this. My warm baths by candlelight while listening to their soft, sultry voices. <laughs> it's been interrupted. Warm baths. My attempts to mitigate my feelings of loss and emptiness with Slayer and other death metal music just didn't work for me. <laughs> Anyway. Now, as for the relevant content of this podcast, where we actually have a roundtable discussion, 
Yeah. We'll be talking about stuff and things and things and we'll stuff. We'll be talking about BlizzCon. 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 Yeah. BlizzCon. And my ridiculous theory on it, which I, I tweeted about earlier. It wasn't uh, that it's a SOPA protest, right? Because <laughs> I was well, a little, naturally, what I else was would a it little be? bit late to work, and I told my boss that I was actually just protesting SOPA. <laughs> Since it seems to work for some developers well, yeah. whose budget runs a little short, yeah, they're like, well, uh, you know, I was just a little late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Protest. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the future of Netflix because we've talked about Netflix and yeah. rental things quite a bit here on oh, Channel yeah. Massive. That we have, laddie. And then there's like a ton of stuff about Microsoft, particularly related to Xbox and console gaming. Yes. Which I find particularly fascinating because there's hardware stuff and there's architecture stuff. Really bad business decisions. Controversial, stuff. <laughs> perfect podcast discussion topics. Water. Yes. Someone to hold me tight. That would be very nice. This episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Service. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. Or listener feedback. feedback. Yeah, I mean feedback. <laughs> I was pausing because I was. We can do visual cues when we're in person. Yeah, and I have to react on the fly. Yeah, much like in a League of Legends game. Oh God, don't I have talk to dynamically to me about that. react. Yeah, which we'll get into that. Oh my God, coming yeah. up soon. But first, listener feedback, which this this episode is brought to us by Military Scott. Military Scott, yes, he's. Uh, wrote in with two two observations, I suppose you could say. Um, yeah. He says in his first email to us, Hey, hey, uh, it's been a while since I wrote in. Just wanted to let you guys know that I'm still listening to every show. I actually wow. wanted to comment on a lot of topics, but I didn't want Noah to find out where I lived and burn my house down for writing an epic email. <laughs> which he's known to have done. I do not have any sensitivity issues with long emails. Mm, yeah. Um, Bear in mind, Military Scott, that that is a group discussion. That's true. It's to ask. Typically, he doesn't get mad. He just deletes. Or I say, do you think we should cut this down? And I say, cut it all. Cut it all down. Just cut the whole segment, damn it. Well, one time I paraphrased an email down to, like, I like it or something like that. <laughs> That's true. And it was like it filled up a whole page. Yeah. So that was, I, I liked that one. That was um, pretty good. But anyway, he continues. So I am just going to drop a quick rant about the European dude who thinks that free-to-play is ruining the game industry. Namco Bandai, European executive for listeners with right. short-term memory. That's true. Which is includes me because I forgot who he was referencing already. Um, he should get a one-way ticket to crazy town with his partner in crime, Lord British. <laughs> Free-to-play games are upping the ante, baby. EQ2 is an amazing game that I have played off and on since it was released. Now that it's gone free-to-play, I log in all the time. Star Trek Online went free, too. I liked that game also. Hook everyone up with your in-game name, Hilgi Scott. We can get something popped off, brother. That is apparently a message to Hilgi Scott. 
It was subliminal. Very subliminal. It was in parentheses, that's why. Yeah, I was going to try and read it in a smaller voice, but anyway. <laughs> now, um, anyway. Let's pop it off. <laughs> pop it off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Out of context, it's awful. But I digress. <laughs> My whole point is that the market is saturated with games, MMOs, and every other genre out there. Genre? 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 Unless you are Bioware, Blizzard, or Tryon, it will be tough to build that customer base without lowering that monetary barrier to entry. Well said, Scott. Totally agree with you there. Um, you know, I didn't even think Tryon would succeed. I'm surprised and ha- ha- happy for them. I'm for happy sure. too, and, and still not compelled to play that game, but it's cool that it's working for them. Yeah. Um, I can respect a, a job well done. Job well done. Hats off to you. He then wrote in right before we got to the show with another email, which I put in the notes, Q News Flash Music, so... Um, I forgot to ask something in my last email. Have you guys considered allowing people to see you guys recording the show? You use one of those live steam stream websites. I know another podcast that does this, and it's pretty entertaining to watch and listen as they record. Just a thought. Um, Scott, military Scott. Well, we were kind of working towards doing something like that, and then like a very ambitious vision. We were, yeah, it wasn't going to just be that, but it was like going to be full blown news video show. Create a little studio in the basement for it with you know green screen, two like a blue screen and a green screen, so we could have two different sets of things happening. Yeah, very much like totally rad show, basically. Yeah, and we and we got started and realized we just hadn't reached a level of maturity that would allow us to actually produce a weekly podcast yeah. with any, you know, um, substantive... Sub, Thank you. That was exactly the word that I saw in my mind, but couldn't Vocabulary say. word number five. <laughs> Thank you. I need to listen to watch some more Word Girl episodes with my kids. Mark's really smart. I am smart. S-M-R-T. <laughs> uh, I mean, S-M-R... No, I, I, never mind. Yep, never mind. In any case... We had taken... We had taken that into consideration. We're headed that way, and then we yeah. just we just like we're like you know what? Let's just stick with getting a podcast through. However, yeah. now there's two of us mostly, um, <laughs> mostly, mostly, <laughs> um, and maybe it would be possible. There's also you know we could also leverage Skype, I suppose, to do something. But we just I don't know. Uh, yeah, our challenge when we we're gonna do the video show, it was a way to reinvigorate us and make us yeah. make ourselves regular again. Like Metamucil? <laughs> like Metamucil, yeah. <laughs> yes. And as you might realize, that didn't happen because we had some dark spots last year. Yeah, we went radio silent for a Off while. year a little bit. Well, we played But now we're games. regular. We are regular. And uh, I don't know, that might be a, a nice intermediary step to explore, provided that you're yeah. comfortable exposing your militia beard. My mountain man look. To the world. Yeah. Well, as long as I can, like, angle my head down and have a... A sinister light coming up from below. I'll be totally fine with it. Um, it would be kind of cool to livecast it. Yeah, and it, listeners would probably get, they'd realize why we edit the podcast and we cut so much stuff out because yeah, there's so much pointless bullshitting. Blather, blibber, blather. But yeah, it's a good point and something we have thought about. We just haven't um, taken it to the next step. Although I do have a webcam 
at last. Ooh. But I only use that for chat roulette. So, <laughs> and, and normally it's not up that high. But uh, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just from the beard down, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm never above the the neck. But at least the beard. Yeah, at least the beard. Yeah, uh, oh god. <laughs> Oh Just joking about it makes me feel kind of uh, bad. I don't know if it's a joke. No, it's oh no, it's not a joke. No, it's no. very, very real. Very real. Um, very actually, explosive. though, if you find that to be an amusing thought, really something funny to look up on YouTube is Ben Folds and Chat Roulette. Really? He had a concert and he streamed in Chat Roulette and he started like making up on the fly songs about the weird dudes that were showing up on Chat Roulette. Oh my god. And it's so it's like Mr. Serious Guy dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Why do you look so sad? You know, and it's just like stuff like that. And it's it's really funny and the crowd is just like dying That's of hilarious. laughter. And it's Ben Folds, so he's you know a smart guy. Yeah, I love ben Folds, he's great. Pretty cool. So anyway, you learned something new you didn't expect, but Thanks Every for writing time. in, Scott. You, yeah. You were the sum of our... We had thousands of emails, but of those thousands, we chose your, your two to, to discuss. Yeah. You were the representative of all of the listenership. Yeah. Basically. Some things rise to the top and yeah. others fall to the bottom. Now, listeners, if you are dissatisfied with that, you should write in. Yeah. For next week. Or send us even an audio clip, but that's stupid. I shouldn't ask for that. Write us and send it to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that'd be the way to do it. That would be the way. Or you could always go to iTunes, give us five stars. Who's our special guest for next week, though? Our special guest star is Scott. Let's check. Is it Scott? Yeah. Which Scott? Uh, military Scott. Okay. So I know I did this to you last week, listeners, and I apologize, but we did literally have a last-minute cancellation of Ryan. Ryan, our pro-competitive gamer friend, who was last on the show back in October, he was going to join us, but then he forgot he bought into some poker tournament or whatever. And so he's not here. And because we're so booked up for the next month, yep. he won't be here. We're going to have to make him wait. He's busy poking tonight, but so yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that thought aside. And if you actually have <laughs> questions for military Scott, for next also, week. Yeah, yeah. For next week, send those into mail. M A I L channelmaster.com. What is military Scott playing lately? Is it tour? Um, yeah, he's been playing Swatter, and I think he said he's been playing some League of Legends. And, oh, wow. Um, we had talked about some old titles. I think he was talking about, oh, what was what were we talking about? Some old Bioware games or something. I was referencing yeah. something. I was like, that happened? I was like, yeah. Mass Effect, Jade Empire? <laughs> no, I can't Dragon remember Age. now. I don't remember. I, I had drank one too many Jack and Cokes or whatever, so... Okay. It's all very vague now. Most of my evenings are. <laughs> Just kidding. When you cry yourself to sleep on chat roulette? With my absinthe and my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is this dude crying and why can I only see his... <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing? Um, anyway. Uh, all right. Time to move on to what we're playing. Part of the podcast oh where I, I typically like to... You do this on purpose. Channel <laughs> <laughs> episode one. Straightforward introduction. 
to a segment and just like make it just belabor the hell out of it. Yeah. So anyway, without further ado, what are we doing, Mark? We will be talking about what we've been playing for the last week. Wow. Okay. The same thing we do every week. Okay. <laughs> and normally, I like to surprise you by throwing it at you, the virtual. Not lately. Football. But this time, I will go ahead and go first. Oh, that's good. I can check out. Go ahead, because you I don't want to know. I can hit the mute button. You don't want to know. Yeah, go ahead and snore and drool, whatever. Um, so, I have... Well, last week I revealed that I had finally finished Tower Defense Lost Earth. You must have so much time iPhone. in your hands. It's now. like, I'm a, I've am i got so much time. Um, I'll get to what I've been working on after uh, this. But, um, so, I do have extra time. And with that time, I found a use for that time. But it's not a very good use. <laughs> it's chat roulette. You've already covered this. Oh, damn it! <laughs> the camera keeps creeping down. It's undressing me with its eyes. I'm not participating in your chat <laughs> no, roulette session. No. For the record, Noah is not participating in this session. Um, he's fully clothed. Um, I have my socks on, so... But in any Who needs case, clothes when you've got a beard like that? Yeah, well, it covers up most things. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like... Uh, Oh, what's the cartoon character? The um, Yosemite Sam, like. You know. <laughs> I was, was going to say Captain Caveman, but actually that is even yeah. better. You know, That's much more Colorado. Fans out and just kind of works for me. So, yeah. But um, anyway, no, I've been playing um, mostly just um, <laughs> The Old Republic. Uh, I'm having a visual of Yosemite <laughs> Sam hunched over your computer <laughs> playing Old Republic. Playing, oh, I thought you were playing Chat Roulette. <laughs> Oh, I don't like on. the look of this guy. <laughs> Why are there no chicks on here? I don't understand. <laughs> Where are the naked chicks? Where are the chicks? <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, oh, boy. So, <laughs> it's hard to segue back from uh... that one. We, 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 we should really stop going there. Um, but anyway, I've been playing the Old Republic, and it's funny. I got, I've got two characters I play mostly. One was initially supposed to be an auction house mule-type character. But the story has been so compelling that I keep playing that character. Well, I mean, and the listener should assume it's evil as well, right? Yeah, both are evil Sith. One, <laughs> my main is a um, warrior who's specialized as a juggernaut, a juggy, I like to call him. Warrior, yeah. a warrior, come out and Sith, <laughs> get your Sith on. <laughs> and the other one's a sorcerer, um, which is the uh, Inquisitor. Uh, class. Subclass, Subclass of the Inquisitor. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, and that's my Alton. And, and um, but with my main, I'm like way beyond Balmora, which is like a planet I should have left a long time ago. But for completeness sake, I keep going through the quests on there. And I looked up last night because I was like, God, when am I going to finish these quests? I really should be on the next planet. And I was like, oh my god, normally when you finish a quest, you get like, at, at the level I'm at, you get about 9,000 experience or something like that. I got five experience points. So I'm like, these are so beneath me, but oh I have to know what's god. going on here. So I've got to, I've got to like, get myself off the planet and just go to the next place. I'm just, I just want to... being wanted, OCD about the quests. I'm being very OCD. I'm like, I must clear all my Balmora quests <laughs> before I can leave Balmora and go to the next planet. Because if I don't... People will die. So and they're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah, they'll laugh at me. I'll be laughed out of Sith Academy. So anyway, <laughs> I, I gotta just stop doing that and get on with it and not 
I, I think it's because I did some PvP stuff and I did some daily quests and I just got way over leveled for the zone I'm in and so I need to just like in real life well yeah like you know <laughs> some people are just born with like you know I don't know incredible with it, gifts with incredible gifts yes. and such so I don't know I I gotta just deal with that but I've been playing that game pretty much exclusively I did have a horrible no I've had two utterly horrible League of Legends play experiences in a row um, so I think I've got something like seven losses in a row now after Ouch. two different sessions, and both were just horrible. It was like the first time it was everybody but me I felt was like dropping the ball, and the second time it was everybody including me, and especially me was dropping the ball. Oh. And Did you play the same character I'm both playing times? the same character, the same champion, which I'm pretty good with, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't know, I'm, I've am i lost that love and feeling or something, so like the... It's a shame. Yeah, I need to just take a break or something and then come back. Or I was actually talking about that with Ryan this week. He he was really upset because he's gotten into ranked gaming mm-hmm. uh, on League of Legends, and his Elo was something like I don't know what that stands for. Oh yeah, that's the chess um, rating. <laughs> yeah, so it determines who he gets match made with and blah blah blah. Yeah, it was like over twelve hundred, which is a pretty good rating. Well, fifteen hundred is five hundred is even. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Well, then well, he said he had a few. one game. Well, because he was eight, he he was seven eight, was his record. Oh, uh-huh. and then he played a game with um, his wife, or I'm sorry, girlfriend, fiance. I don't know what the hell. Right. <laughs> and he had a really his, his elo dropped down to like nine hundred. Oh my god! <clears throat> and I think that's it's somewhere still around there because while he started out. I think it was actually eight seven. He had one more win than he had a loss. He's now at like uh, he had eleven more losses after that. Oh God! <laughs> and one more so win. He's just totally screwed. Yeah. That and I I was talking to him like you know, I remember when I used to quit the game when I'd have a string of ten losses. I'd quit it for months. Yeah. But now, and I, I think especially because I don't get to play it as often with the way that my schedule is. I, I can rack up 10 losses. It, I don't care. I'm just like a total crack addict now. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. I really just don't care anymore. I just want to keep you playing just want to play and win and, and experience the... Yeah, I don't know. I'm totally I'm totally an addict, like a World of Warcraft addict, except it's League of Legends. I'm trying to go through the Wikipedia like section on um, ELO. It's actually named after a physics guy whose last name was ELO. Oh, I thought it actually stood for something. No, I thought it did too. Because people always capitalize all the letters. Yeah, it's it's actually the it's this guy's system. There's a lot of math to it, but I I can't find it. It's such a huge. It's like a gigantic article on it. But I'm pretty sure you start out at 1500, and then you go up or down, median or whatever. Because like really good chess players are are at like 2400, and and if that's how the good ones are, that's like a senior master. Like an expert is two thousand to twenty one ninety nine. Um, I, as a chess player, would be a class J, which is between one hundred and one ninety nine, and there's nothing lower. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll have a positive League of Legends experience tonight, or maybe we won't. Yeah, you never know. Um, At least Old Republic is there for you. It is, and it's it's fun. And I I'm, I bitch about my OCD with my main character, but I've had fun, and I've had some really good chats with people while playing, like um, Military Scott and a guy I work with, Yuli, and stuff. And uh, 
Um, Scott Pruitt a while back. So Southern from Ohio. Scott. So yeah, Southern Scott. Yeah, I I should mispronounce his name since he can't pronounce anyone in <laughs> League of Legends. Scope. Correct. Scope. Scout. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much been it for me. Oh, so in my spare time, I started actually coding my own game today. What? Yeah. Wait. I did. Is this a mobile game? Uh, it, it'll be a multi-platform game. And what does that mean? It'll be mobile and like a, like a flash-type oh. thing. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything more about it until I actually have something to show you. Because well, otherwise cool. it's just a bunch of hype. Or oh, That'll be like the second person on the show that's developed a game. If we also consider Sean. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's worked on a yeah. game. Yeah. We so, tried having him on the show again, but... Pfft. Yeah, he's busy schedule he is collecting milk jugs. In demand, yeah, but, somewhere. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know if I stick with it and if anything is that's exciting comes of it. But I have some really cool ideas that I've been kicking around for years, and um, the last one that I thought was really cool was very much like what League of Legends turned out to be. So maybe this one's equally good, since Riot did such a good job with that idea. Wow, we'll see. Well. I'll try to manage my expectations. I can't imagine quite that many people playing this one. But anyway, it's an idea I have. I'm working on it. It might so, be. That's exciting. Yeah. It, it actually shows a blank screen as of right now. It's pretty impressive. Hello world. And I didn't put the hello world in. I was like, I'm above that. <laughs> Good. I really like that. <laughs> I hated that exercise in college. Yeah. Hello world. Hello world. Yeah. With the exclamation mark at the end. Yeah. Or multiple. Yeah. In my case, no. hello world, hello world, hello. I love repeated exclamation points. Oh yeah, that is kind of that. It just seems like right up my alley. Right? It's a demonstration of your prowess as a coder <laughs> to put multiple. Yeah, and the, my emotional stability. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, what have you been playing? Oh oh oh. Uh, it's caught me off guard there. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My ninja-like skills. I have been playing lots of Swap Note, which isn't a game, but I'm just really obsessed with the functionality on my 3DS, and that's the four-page recorded drawing writing oh, service cool. that allows you to send free notes to whatever friends you have on your 3DS system. But in addition to that, I got Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D for my 3DS and played a little bit of that. Played the demo of Resident Evil Revelations, which I'm really excited about. It's coming out in a couple weeks. I got Rayman Origins for Xbox oh, 360. Cool. It's mm-hmm. also available on PS3. And it's apparently, it was just announced, I think today or yesterday, that it's going to be coming to PC. Really, really super cool, fantastic side-scrolling platformer game that allows that supports up, up to four people at once on the screen oh, at the same cool. time. Which Nintendo has done previously with New Super Mario Bros. Wii. But it was really annoying because you could bounce into each other. So you could be all trying to jump over a bottomless chasm and if you run into somebody else you fall down the chasm not cool that's not good this one you can hit each other and beat each other up but you don't bounce off of each other and man the music is so good i think you totally dig it it's really creative there's some great just slightly quirky folky there's some ukulele and there's didgeridoo just oh wow instruments that are just a little bit off the mainstream but not totally weird like you've never heard of and just really poppy and energetic and goofy and all of the characters sadly i didn't realize this off the bat but they all they have their text pop up on the screen whenever they have something to say like if you're getting some tips on a level that you've just started 
a little character will give you some advice on what to do in the stage. Oh, that's cool. What's funny is that there's you hear this gibberish voice, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> which I thought was kind of like in the old rare games like Banjo-Kazooie where it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's just nonsense sounds. It's actually all Pig Latin. Oh, wow. So everything's voice acted, but yeah. it's in European sound, European inflected Pig Latin. Oh, that's crazy. So it almost sounds like gibberish, but it's like, wait, that is are Pig Latin. Something. And it's so funny that they bothered to record all of this text, which granted, it's not like Skyrim or something. But all of the instructional text has been voice acted. That's freaky. <laughs> In Pig Latin. That's really odd. And so it's it's pretty sweet. Well, that's cool. That game's really fun. Been got uh, got back into Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Beautiful game. Really long. I hope that I can finish it before my gamer buddy Chris moves to Japan. Which would be, yeah, that's a lot of content to get through. And. Yeah, I think I played maybe a couple games of League of Legends, but it's been a little bit. It's been a while. Not too sure. I feel like I'm missing something. Hence my hesitation. Mm, but video poker. It wasn't memorable enough. Apparently. Kino. Oh, Mario Kart Seven. Oh, okay. that's what it was. So I've been oh, playing cool. a healthy chunk of that, and a bunch of board and card games with my mom over her birthday weekend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, so uh, I don't know. I really am a gamer. It doesn't matter. I've, I've started to realize I may one day just be in bingo halls just because it's a game. <laughs> With all your crazy, like, rituals to win. <laughs> yes. I must line up all of the trolls, troll dolls. Of course. I knew that was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That will be cool. I, You know, I forgot to – did I mention on the last pod? Yeah, I did, that I got the um, Game of Thrones uh, yes. um, board game. But the thing yes. that I didn't know when I got it was that it's a second edition so it has two the two expansions from the first edition rolled into it. So it's a lot of yeah. That's a really a good value. Fun. Yeah, because usually was, with expansions to, you always have to buy them. Separate. I went to um, if you're into board games, you probably know about it already. But there's a site called BoardGameGeek.com and yes. they rate and review board games yes. in a very honest and no punches pulled manner. And that's where I went when you told me that you'd got that game. Yeah, and it was really cool because I was like, I didn't realize the value I got because I looked up the pricing for the first edition with the expansions, and it was like about two hundred, two hundred bucks. I'm thinking, yeah. or or maybe it was one fifty for all, but it was oh, a lot, sense. and I got it for fifty bucks. So I'm pretty excited, and, and I got it locally. Of it's great, I didn't even order it online. I got it from a local boutique store. So I need to go to that store. Yeah, you I should. I keep forgetting about it. I, ugh. It's really cool. I mean, it's like, it is a really cool store. I can't believe it's like right down my street. I was like, this guy, all he needs is a comic book store. And then there was one, but they closed. So, yeah, yeah they were like, well, if Mark's here, you know, might as well just close shop because he'll never come in here. <laughs> so, It is so cool, though, that game, traditional board game, specialty game shops like that can still survive because there's yeah. about five or six of them here in Denver. Yeah, and I've been I I when I lived on the other side of town there was a place over by me but it was a bit of a haul to get to it but it was yeah. you know east side of town and that place was pretty cool but this one's even better I think that's over Do they sell here. dice? Oh yeah, they have everything. Um, they have uh you know role playing games, they have board games, they have tradable card games. And the lady that owns it, I was asking her and she says she had started out like 11 years for 11 years now she's been selling games on ebay and she was making enough money doing that successfully that she decided to o open a storefront and also a place for her inventory 
And the storefront, she says now, is at the point where it's self-sustaining. Wow. So she's making all her profit with, you know, the eBay part of it. But she's able to keep a storefront open. And she always has people in there playing games. She has, like, two or three tables set up for, you know, and I've heard people playing. In the different times I've been there, people have been playing traditional, you know, role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons. Or they've been playing, like, Warhammer games. Or they've been playing... You know, just a straight-up board game with no miniatures or whatever, more like tokens. or mm-hmm. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah, so we're talking about the listeners because we have a board game event yeah, scheduled. Yeah, with former Channel Massive podcaster Jim. Yeah. Who's um, still not going to listen to us, but will actually have us over to play <laughs> the game. So yeah, and cool. he's going to make some delicious vegan food. Yep. But it's 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 several weeks out, but I'm really yeah. excited about it. It should be really fun. Cannot wait. Yeah. I think we just need to get into the gaming industry, Mark. It's overdue. Well, I we need started, to be making board games. I started coding board. a game. You're trailblazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a blank screen, but it's impressive. Hey, we'll it's a fast start somewhere. It's the fastest rendering blank screen, <laughs> and the color of black is quite black breathtaking. Black. It's black. Would you say it's dark? It's black. So it's pretty cool, but. Right on, man. Well, why don't we talk about some of our uh, newsworthy items? We have a yes. few that are kind of there's some great stuff. Surprising. Time to get into the roundtable topics that we have. What you've been waiting for? Yes, you've suffered through our blibbering and blabbering and blabbering. Yes, sir. Now at last. The Promised to, Land. To the content. But the Promised Land will not include BlizzCon this year. Nay. The the Blizzard Love Fest event, which has been running since 2007, every single year, to focus on all of its major properties, but especially World of Warcraft. I think more than anything, that's really what BlizzCon has been about. It's not happening this year. It will be back next year. In 2013, but citing everything that Blizzard is going working on behind the scenes, which include, of course, Diablo 3, the Pandaren expansion for World of Warcraft, Mists of Pandaria, and also the Zerg expansion for StarCraft 2, StarCraft 2 Heart of the Swarm. The company's just too busy to do this BlizzCon festival, and actually the company is notorious for never showing up at E3 either. Yeah. So, I'm not sure... What they're going to do? Well, actually, they do have one thing. They have one thing they're going to do that's geared towards the public, which is they are going to have a Battle.net World Championship for esports or pro gaming or competitive gaming, right. as I like to call it. Which, that's great. It's it's interesting that since they started doing BlizzCons, they've only not done it one other time, which was, what, 2006 or something like that? And... So there is a precedent set to skip a year and then still come back and do it again. But it's still kind of odd that they're just like, yeah, because they've had a steady increase in attendance, I guess. It's like lots of profit. Well, I don't know if, how expensive it is to put the show on. Yeah. I view this news with skepticism, frankly, because they've proven they've been making tons of content and games. Right for years while they've been running this event and I've never had a difficulty well except for uh, I guess they have 
previously not done in, uh, in a year, but even with this much going on, just because we know about it, is it really any different three years ago when they were also working on all the same content yeah, and they didn't know. know about it and they yeah. had a BlizzCon anyways? To me, what might... Okay, so I'm tweeting for real. For the real? I can't believe it. Since last week, roughly, I just randomly started tweeting. I don't know how it happened. Just I feel that I've done enough tweets, though on a daily basis or at least a Monday through Friday basis that I can announce this. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, you're followable. Yeah. It's, this is Noah on Twitter. And I pretty much talk exclusively about games where I make bad jokes. Oh, that's cool. Mostly it's games. Much like one of our podcasts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool because I don't have any family following yeah. me and I oh, don't cool. really have any coworkers or right. awkward relationships like I do on Facebook, which is why I don't say anything on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's cool. I can I'm like, I'm just games, games, games. That's cool. Anyways, I've made a tweet today. I made a couple tweets today where I was learning some beginners Twitter lessons where I had a friend of mine who, who posed some type of rhetorical question. I'm like, I'm going to respond to this. Because that was always been my challenge with Twitter. It's like, yeah. what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? And well, I'm really starting to pay attention to what other people say, and that gives plenty to talk about. And I answered his rhetorical question with a joke. And he's like, meh, 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 meh. And I'm like, sorry, I thought that you meant this. And he's like, well, no, meh, 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 meh. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is over. I don't need any more back and forth on this topic. <laughs> and I put it in my turn. I'm like, I'm not asking any more, answering any more rhetorical questions on Twitter. I'm going to try. <laughs> not Lesson to. learned. Although I did respond to some other ones in a joke fashion. Right. Um, the other thing is I put this tweet out there that I'm sure that if some people saw it, I don't have many followers. <laughs> so fortunately, my embarrassment, my perceived embarrassment is, is minuscule. Um, it's probably seemed like a stupid statement, but I, my statement was, I wonder how much Titan not being ready to show has to do with BlizzCon not happening mm. this year. Because that's my hypothesis is... They have got plenty of awesome content to show at BlizzCon. They always complain, and their excuse for not showing up to E3 is like, we don't need to stop everything for a development schedule so we can have some playable demos of these games. We just want to focus on getting them done because, hey, because we take 10 years to do them. We all know that the marketing department is busy coding and working <laughs> yeah. on color, you know, colorful <laughs> textures and 3D animation <laughs> sequences. Because there are only four people that work there. So, well, yeah, it's, you know. it's a pretty small shop. It's yeah. humble. Yeah, it's very humble. <laughs> Yeah, so I just feel that if they were going to go there with Old Republic getting off to a decent launch and with Blizzard's World of Warcraft numbers going down and the tepid, slightly tepid, lukewarm reaction to Mists of Pandaria last year, I think they just don't want to deal with the PR bullshit of where people are going to be a little bit more critical. Like, really, is this all that World of Warcraft is? Is is World of Warcraft winding down? What about Old Republic this and Old Republic that? And what about this Titan? We know that this Titan's coming out. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I think they just don't want to deal with that shit. Oh. And they know they need to have it out there. Because I, I, I can, almost, I would almost guarantee that if Titan was ready to be previewed this year, and who knows, maybe it is. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think that it is. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, because they really do need to focus on getting these other games out, and they want to distract people from pre-ordering Diablo 3 and uh, StarCraft 2, Heart of the Swarm. Right. But I think that if we're ready, you'd be like, we don't care. We're not scared of Old Republic and all these other startup yeah, look, look, look at this. We're going to redefine everything again. If they had that and they could do that this year, I would guarantee you BlizzCon was going to yeah, happen. And yeah. that would be the time that it would happen. But I bet they're not ready for it. 
And that's why I think it will be ready for next year because there's definitely they can't wait any longer than next year to get Titan out there. Oh, yeah. At least in the public's minds, if not in beta or something. Yeah, get us all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But I would think that it's like some people. I could see people looking at my tweet and say, what the hell, don't you know they're working on three huge games right now that they're trying to release all at once, which is like unheard of for Blizzard, three major games in one year. Yeah, but they're teams. They're not the same team, like multitasking. They're three separate teams. I don't understand. And they have the chops to pull this off, and it's a limited audience, the limited number of people who can register. I think they could do it if they wanted to, but I think they don't want to deal with that. Titan crap. I think you're right. That's That's a great... That's my conspiracy theory. I, I find it to be very easy to believe in. But feel free to argue me, listeners. Yep. Put me in put me in the corner. Yeah. Mail at channelmaster.com. M-A-I-L, slightly <laughs> delayed. <laughs> or this is Noah, T-H-I-S-I-S-N-O-A-H, at twitter.com. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You can see the horrors of my noob tweets. Yeah. <laughs> that are You're like, 40 focused. characters, this is not enough. <laughs> or is it 140? What is it? It's like 140, yeah. 140. I believe. 140 characters? What the hell? It's really an art. It's like I, 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 I want to type in complete grammar. Yeah. And use all the words and not do abbreviations, but you can't. That's like, everybody does that. And then the bitly uh, thing or whatever. Yeah, I can't. It's like, oh, man, now I have to chop words out and still sound coherent. Yeah. Do you use TweetDeck? No, I haven't used that yet. That's a phone thing, isn't it? Um, No, you can load it in Chrome as a... Add-on. Oh, and it's cool because it'll. Um, it is also a phone thing. It's a phone app, but it, you can also do it in Google Chrome. And what's cool about it, or you can just go to the site if you're not in Google Chrome, but it's easy as an add-on. But it'll auto. Um, it'll auto create like Bitly or some other. You know. Well, that would short- be nice. I don't know why Twitter.com doesn't do that already. I don't know. Or at least have its but own. You just built don't in ever want to do it with Twitter.com. Just never do that again, ever. And yeah, try try TweetDeck. It's pretty handy. Are you tweeting? No, but remember when we were at E3, I like that was my first. Oh, that's true. I you did like, all the totally micro- went hardcore about it, and then I just stopped until the next time I go somewhere entertaining, and then I'll do it again. But hopefully, with the phone with more battery life. My God, that was painful. That's really what's holding you back. Battery life. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> what else do we have in the wonderful, exciting news? Well, something I didn't tweet about was Netflix's quiet admission that. Their brave plans to go into video game rentals by mail, which I was really excited about. It's part of the whole Quickster scheme. Well, it's all been shelved along with Quickster. Quickster was shelved, but it's as recent as October or November, I think. Yeah. Netflix says, "Hey, we're still gonna we're still gonna be mailing video games out. We're gonna we're gonna rent games out. People have been wanting it. Our customers want it. Members have been asking for it because otherwise, you have to subscribe to two different services." Like Gamefly and Netflix, and yeah. Netflix going up in price sixty percent this last year. Being able to rent games over the ma- over mail would be a really significant value add that yeah. could soften the blow. No more. No. Forget that. Just just shelve it. That's too bad. That would have been kind of cool. And maybe they're trying to get really forward thinking. Like, well, ultimately, video games are going to be digital distribution. But I think there's still at least another video game generation years, five or six years worth of. Oh yeah, retail games. That's kind yeah. of disappointing. I was looking forward to consolidating that and being able to get all sorts of cool yeah. games in the mail. And... I don't know. There's nobody I know besides my parents that doesn't use Netflix streaming. Like, yeah, it's it's sweet. It you can. I do wish it, it had your... more. I wish it had. I wish it had stuff Never that enough. was on Showtime, HBO, 
like all the premier channels plus like uh, fx or um uh, what's the other one is it fox that they don't there's there's a few that they just don't have due to you know bitter disputes yeah but for those that they do have oh cartoon network which is important to my kids and they don't have that streaming but for those that they do have it's pretty cool and you know, the only real downside is, like, if, if it's a show that's still currently being produced, you have to wait for the seasons to catch up, you know? It's always yeah. staggered. Yeah, Euro's behind a year otherwise. But if you're catching up, you know, and then you've got some kind of premier ser- premium service or something like that, you can always do on-demand for the current yeah. season. Um, but it's, it's a hell of a value, you know? So if they could have added in to their, you know, stable of cool products... Game rentals, that would have been awesome. That would have been a no-brainer, you know. And there's already been, I've read some financial analyst predictions for 2012, and there's been some who are saying that Netflix is going to struggle this year because it lost so many subscribers during the whole name change, price hike, switcheroo. And this new story about game rentals is actually couched within a larger story that they announced their Q4 results, and they actually beat their reduced expectations by just a little bit. Yeah, they're still behind their overall subscriber base compared to like a their highest quarter last year, but they're still, they're gaining. They're down by a hundred thousand users. It looks like. Yeah, which is it's a, that's a good bounce back. Yeah, but and they said, well, yeah, our brand rebuilding will take years. That is an awful thing to have to say. Yeah, we so alienated. <laughs> we our did this community. just in a couple of posts by our founder on the internet, and we're gonna have to take years to fix that. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh well. We'll have to deal with it. Carry on, soldiers. So I, I would love to see somebody become a Google, so to speak, in this space just because Oh yeah. I know the competition is good for things in the capitalist society and stuff. That's what we're taught and stuff, but I don't want to have to have multiple subscriptions to Netflix and to Hulu and Amazon yeah. Prime because I want to get a Sony movie, but I can't get it from this place. So I have to go this place or I have to go to Redbox, but Redbox may not have it in stock because they only have the last three months of movies. It's just What if Steam like did it? What if they did it as a, as a streaming? That would be cool. Like if they had it as a, you know, it's a downloadable subscription uh, rental, but then, you know, you can have three of these, you know, triple cl- uh, A new games rented a month. You know, active, cool. and then you know we'll if you'll have to switch one out for the other, but it'll totally be installed. I mean, it yeah. was some. It's something they could totally do. Just I think with movies and television, at least it's it's always the the freaking studios want their share of it. Oh, like, we God. want our own service, and then there's the cable providers. Like we don't want you getting in the way of our business. And yeah. Just, what a, a difficult industry. It is difficult. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah, well. What else we have? Bygones. <laughs> so, last but not least, we have a ton of next box stories to talk about. And also even something particular to this generation of Xbox 360. Apparently, across the board, Microsoft is going to be getting rid of its maligned Microsoft points currency. This is a rumor it's not a fact. There's some kind of informed mobile source that told Kotaku that it's it's on the docket that everything can be purchased in real currency, actual dollars. Well, it, it it's only been proven successful to a massive scale by <laughs> um, 
iTunes and by Droid. the Droid um, store and the Amazon store. And Amazon, yeah. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, yeah, why why do we have to convert it to currency, buy it in, in odd increments where you're always left with spare change? Mm-hmm. You know, why not just simplify it and just get it over with, you know? Yeah. So apparently there are, the, the rumors say there's movement and prepping and training afoot within Microsoft, who's been working with its partners, saying, prepare for this, everything, whether it's a song or it's an app, it's just going to be regular currency by the end of this year, by the end of 2012, which would be cool because then it'll be across all the Windows Phone platform stuff. It would be in Windows Live or whatever they call their online store or whatever it's going to be within Windows. And then, of course, Xbox Live. I think it makes sense. I I don't think we need it. Yeah, Nintendo currently has a bifurcation or whatever you would call it we're on Wii they also have a stupid you have to buy Wii points yeah but on and the same was also true for the DS when it launched its DSiWare service but then with the 3DS they launched an eShop that's what they call it but it all uses real currency and it's vastly preferable oh that's so weird yeah and then you think of Riot Riot Games with their points they do a point system with League of Legends and yet I still forgive them for that because I love the damn game so much yeah I think there's so many sins that are forgiven with those guys damn it <laughs> damn it <sighs> damn them their addictive game so I think it'll be good and hopefully we'll encourage other people yeah to do the same like Riot Games remove the veil of point systems from our eyes we don't need it anymore now let's truly get into what's next for Microsoft's system one thing that was that's uh, just been kind of lightly talked about but not really gone on the record is just how powerful this system will be. We already know that apparently we'll include Connect 2, which will be much more advanced in terms of detecting people's uh, body shapes, movements, emotions, right. their right. fingers, their facial expressions, their age, their gender, all that, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to actual hardware power, there was a source who told a source... <laughs> Over I to just IGN. fell off my ladder. <laughs> ah, back is killing me. Oh, sorry. That in real terms, quote unquote, the next gen Xbox's quote raw graphics processing power is expected to be six times that of the Xbox 360, and will yield. Whoa. Here's an interesting tidbit for Nintendo fans: will yield a 20% greater performance than Nintendo's forthcoming Wii U. Mm, so not much. But it makes the Wii U. Much more powerful than a lot of people expected because there was kind of an assumption being made, granted Wii U tangent time, that the Wii U would be a lot like the Wii, which was called by Epic's Mark Rain, two GameCubes duct taped together, (laughs) so weak and and, and, and powerless. Right. And there really is a huge, huge disparity in Wii's graphics compared to 360 and PS3, there's no doubt. Oh, yeah. I definitely prefer watching graphics on 360 PS3 nine times out of ten (laughs) because of that. But I thought that the disparity was going to be a lot bigger than this. Only 20%, that's not much. That's not much at all. But what could a 360 that's six times more powerful be? I mean, because there is... For me, I still think there's beautiful, amazing yeah. games coming out. On the 360. And yeah. the PS3. Yeah, yeah, both of them. And to imagine a magnitude of six times greater, I don't know if I'm going to really be able to, to tell the difference. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do with that. But that's Even great. as like hardcore gamers, <laughs> you think we should be able to tell. Yeah. Who well, knows? That's cool. I mean, who knows what they'll come up with for that. But yeah, apparently the developer kit, the GPU is already in mass production. 
this year and development kits are coming in August. So that means that the system, the 720 or whatever it's going to be, could launch pretty early, but maybe not this year. I wonder if it'll be called the 180. <laughs> Retro, it'll be like wood paneled and, you know, <laughs> like a cartridge. That'd be pretty, it'd definitely make me think twice. And yeah, yeah, me too. Now, as for actually what the system will run on, apparently the rumors also claim that the system will use Blu-ray discs, which is an interesting mm-hmm. concession of sorts because Microsoft reps went on the record saying, there's no way we're going to have a Blu-ray yeah, disc external drive for the 360. It's unnecessary. HD DVD battle versus Blu-ray, yeah. which Blu-ray won. Yeah. Yeah, and that just totally... But who wants to install... You know, seven DVDs to equal a Blu-ray disc or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah, so, you know, that's great. Why make a brand new, unique, proprietary format? Just throw that out there. Yeah. But there's one other thing that is quite controversial. This, this is, is what you've been waiting for, yeah. podcast, podcast <laughs> listeners. Because all this crap, this crap about the Blu-ray is coming from another mysterious source to Kotaku. The source also claimed, quote-unquote, a reliable industry source, that the next Xbox will have software built in that will prevent users from playing used games. Yeah, that won't fly. I just cannot believe that. President Clinton once said, that dog won't hunt. Can you imagine the outrage? Those of us who have, like, you know, come to depend on used games for, you know, titles that we could wait for. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it's just the freaking, the way the economy is and the way that these games, the pricing of these yeah. games. I, there was one opinion story that I read over on MCB UK that said, like, look at all the great games that came out over the holidays. Whether it's Uncharted 3 and Skyrim and all these huge, uh, Call of Duty 3 and Battlefield, or, yeah, Modern Warfare 3 and Battlefield yeah. 3. All these great games. There's no way that anybody, unless they were filthy and rich, would be able to buy all those? Well, yeah, you'd have to su- dedicate a significant par- portion of your income to have caught up with everything. Yeah. I mean, for a normal person. Now, if you are filthy rich, I guess it's different, but <laughs> that's a lot of money. Well, and it would just really shoot them in the foot. I think it'd be asinine. T- and it would it would basically say, well, we're at war with our users, or, you know, our players. Yeah. And talk about alienating Yeah. so much. I mean, I think a lot of the reason why... 360 has been successful is because of the proliferation of the used market. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you go see the bargain bin and you buy a game you've never played before. Yeah, you impulse buy stuff that you'd probably never buy a retail version of. That's keeping you playing that console and making you go and look at the Xbox Live Arcade and other things that... Use it for YouTube and Netflix and all yeah. the other services that they wanted to be used as a set-top box. Yeah, for. you know, you know that's right up there with saying, well... That's great you're using Netflix, but now we're going to start to add our own surcharge for your time on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It is, you know? It's after that, they already charge us anyways for the Xbox Live service. For gold membership status, yeah. yeah for multiplayer and... Which is bullshit, too. And, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead and take that step. That won't go over well. I mean, I would certainly gravitate towards Sony if that were the case. Oh, and then they're also interested in making a smaller controller. Why would you make a smaller controller? I think the controller is perfectly fine. I mean, they did that once. They I like to make it tinier. I'm one of the only people that liked the original Xbox I liked it. controller. I did too. It fit me. <laughs> yeah, I thought I got I 
I don't. I didn't like had the to small adapt one. to it, but I thought yeah. it was cool. And when the small one came out, I'm like, you guys can play with that. I'm fine with the giant. Yeah, one. I don't need a toy controller. I'll use the big boy one, please. Though I do fits really well. like the 360 controller. Yeah, I think that's a happy medium, though. It's a little yeah. bigger than the small. But it doesn't need to be tiny. No, I don't need yeah. that. I don't. I don't know why they. Now back on the topic, of this whole mysterious use used game blocking. Microsoft normally, when these stories come out, just says. We don't comment on rumors or speculation. Yeah, and just it's it's dismissive, and sometimes it means that it's true, and sometimes it means that it's like we're not right. gonna, it's not true. But instead, Microsoft gave a much more belabored answer <laughs> when asked about this, and said, "quote As an innovator, we're always thinking about what is next and how we can push the boundaries of technology, like we did with Connect." We believe the key to extending the lifespan of a console is not just about the console hardware, but about the games and entertainment experiences being delivered to consumers. Beyond that, we don't comment on rumors or speculation. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. Yes, we were thinking about it, but then we decided it was crazy. And I saw one commenter on a website say, there's no way they could possibly honestly be realistic about this they're just trying to get people to talk about the system no well yeah i suppose so. maybe but well, that seems like a really risky type thing to do like hey let's establish ourselves as jerks yeah i mean that is just oh such a bad idea and and i don't know that it's really it's not illegal but it's certainly not fair and the retailers would be totally against it the developers or the publishers would probably be really excited about it. Oh, yeah. And I would think it need to have to be some kind of collusion. GameStop would just, like, f- fucking implode. It'd be like yeah, a giant mushroom probably cloud where every store stock is. it. Yeah. They'd be like, really? Well, that's really cool, Microsoft. You know? Thank you so much for just ruining our entire, you know, second-hand business model. I think there was something amusing that GameStop said last week or the other week that about well you know we we'd be willing to share our profits from the used game stuff with the developers and publishers if we can come to an agreement with them and probably part of that agreement would be you need to lower the prices of your games <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome i don't like i don't know how that would be appealing to the publishers yeah. and developers it's a great point though sure you want the second hand thing lower your prices you ridiculous <laughs> yeah. buffoons yeah, yeah so it's it's a nasty snarl. I would love to hear if any of our listeners have took umbrage with this or or issue or whatever you want to call it, um, got but angry about it. I would really love some extremists to come and say, I like paying $69 for every game that I get, and I buy them all because I'm loaded, freaking loaded. And I'd like to sponsor Channel Massive, and here's a check for $1,000. Expect one of these every month as long as you keep your podcast going. Or maybe there's some kind of like elitist of like, Oh yeah. Yes. The next Xbox must be cleansed of those hangers on. Yeah, the malingerers. Spend their money on the full retail priced game. Near dwells. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that. Please feel free to write us at mail. M A I L. At channelmassive.com. And tell us if your summer or vacation plans are totally devastated by BlizzCon being canceled. Yeah. It's going to change to going to PAX instead? or Part of me had thought about maybe trying to go this year since oh. I didn't do anything last year. What do you know? I thought about it, but not very seriously. I like bet it, PAX is way better. I, I think if I go somewhere, it'll be that. Or like yeah. a or like a game con. or Yeah, like con Dragon or, Con or the one that Scott mentioned. And, yeah. Well, 
Southern Scott. If I geek out, it'll be that. That'd be kind of cool. Listeners, if you have any recommendations on those items, are you going to any cool conventions this year or expos? That's not BlizzCon, obviously. Yeah. What do you recommend? Tell us what you think. I know that we've gotten some... Rec- I think we've gotten a couple of recommendations for that comic one. Comic yeah. gamer one that Southern Scott mentioned, and I can't remember what it's called anymore. Yeah, let us know. Dragon Con. Maybe we can meet in real life. Yeah. You can see your favorite chat roulette buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wearing my all-leather suit with a zipper for the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching too much of American Horror Story. Obviously. It's messing with my mind. Anyway, night all. That's a wrap for episode 183. Time. Hope you liked it. Next week, we'll have Scott. Military Scott. So it's going to be awesome. Prepare for glory, as the Spartans would say. Warcraft for ten years. If I can't play Diablo 3 soon, I might just kill myself.